Good morning, friends. Pastor Chuck Blair here. Great to have you joining me this morning. It's raining out here in Lebanon, Pennsylvania, and uh, wherever you're joining us from, it's wonderful to have you have you as part of our, our morning gathering. And today, what we're looking at is, is the idea, I mean, if I just use big fancy language, I would use the efficacy of failure. In other words, why failure can be so significant. And, and it gets back to this line that we've been looking at. Again, so we're going into the story of, of Noah and the ark. And the idea where, where God says, look, I'm going to obliterate the human whom I created from the face of the earth, from human to beast to creeping animal to the birds in the heavens, because I regret I made these things. Now, it's, it's easy to look at that as so dire, but the reality of it is, from a Christian New Church perspective, we, we read just a little bit under the level there of, of the, the actual language. And, and the one way to hold that is that God's looking at this part, and he's looking at parts of our lives, a Noah part that is, that is beautiful and wonderful and at peace and that that is to grow to all eternity. Then this other part of our lives that's just a little crazy and that the reality is we're better off without. And and I think we all know that part, right? We all have that part that's just like, oh my goodness. And and it's important to know that that this really good part and this really challenging part, that the challenging part is in God's economy is used to invite us into that that better part, into the better angels of our nature. And and this part over here that is not so great will fail. Will fail a great deal. And and that idea of failure, that idea of failure. That idea that there's an inevitable failure and it gets ties into the idea that evil has within it its own punishment. And those parts of us that are totally dysfunctional, they 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 sort of have their own, I don't know if you'd call it self-leveling, but but they have their own thing that it just creates its own misery. It creates its own misery, it creates its own anxiety, it creates its own this, that, and the other thing. And eventually it gets us out of it simply because it's such an awful place, such an awful place to be, which I think probably a lot of you can resonate with. So, so the idea of should we let our kids fail or should we let ourselves fail? Well, the, the simple answer is yes, you know, that that we should. And 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 that takes that just takes a lot of work. It's really hard to allow those we love to fail. Extremely hard to allow those we love to fail. I can remember, you know, I've been thinking a lot about this over the over the past, you know, past past month or two, you know, watching our adult children go through all their challenges in life. And and it brings back to my mind when, when we were first married. And it's a story I tell a lot, but it's important. Uh, it was an important moment for me. And, and for my wife is, is I actually got to a point where I, I went down to a place to bar, went down to a credit union to borrow money, to pay off borrowed money. And it was like 20, 27, 28 years old. And that's where I realized like, this just, this is just not sustainable. You know, uh, we had essentially financially failed at that point in time. Anytime you're borrowing money to pay off borrowed money, not even to get a lower rate. It was just, we didn't have the money to pay off borrowed money, but I knew if I borrowed more money, I'd have money to be able to pay borrowed more money. You know, a loan to pay off a loan, um, not a great idea, you know, and that was really painful. And, and uh, you know, within a number of years, we made made another really painful financial mistake. But I look, but I look back at those times and those were critical failures. I mean, critical in a certain way, because it certainly felt life-threatening at the time. And 
I look at life and I think, oh my goodness, if I hadn't learned that lesson then, I'd be in really big trouble now. And it was an ex- it was an expensive lesson. Uh, you know, I was sharing with someone a great quote. I think it was someone who worked for IBM who made a $20,000 mistake and they, their boss calls them in for an evaluation and this person, sure, they're going to get fit, uh, fired because they made a $20,000 mistake. And what, what their boss said with a smile, I'm not going to fire you. I just spent $20,000 on your education. Why would I fire you? Good point. Well taken. And that's, and that's the challenge, right? Is, is when we look at our kids, whether they're little or teenagers or adults, it's, it's hard. It's hard to accept that we have to let them fail. I love the way Reverend Eric Carswell put it about letting, letting kids fail. What, what he said him and his wife Donna did is, is he said to teach them to do the stairs. They, they'd have a stair and then they'd put the baby gate. So the idea was that the, the, the infant could crawl up one step, but they weren't going to go high enough to to be able to to tumble the whole way down the stairs in failure you know that's not it it was allowing them enough freedom that they could start to learn that way that's how human beings learn i i don't know why it is that we learn so much more from failure than we do from success but we do <laughs> it just seems to be the way it goes and what what we can what we can get to folks you know, as so we really learn to get a healthier perspective around failure, which I, I need to say is probably one of the areas where I, I really struggle having a healthy perspective around failure. But what I do, what I imagine it can give you is this. And this is courtesy of Ann Voskamp. I was reading some of her this morning, getting ready for today. She said, what we start to develop is faith in the middle. I like, I really liked that phrase, faith in the middle. So it's not talking about like the middle of our body. It's talking about in the middle of the journey, right? It's, it's learning to have faith in that failure. Like there's that time that's just the inevitable failure where we, where we just, it just doesn't work. And, and we have to learn to have faith there. And, and the faith is, is a faith that holds the whole picture. It's a faith that really trusts that there is a bigger picture. Yeah, I'm in the middle. Yes, I'm failing. Yes, I just failed. Yes, I lost blah, blah, blah amount of dollars or or that relationship just completely turns out that there, there's that fear, but it, but it always bumps out to that and there's a bigger picture, not but, using the word very deliberately there, the word and, and there's always this, this bigger picture. So that's what we want to do is we want to be able to, to approach failure in such a way that we can have faith in the middle, faith in the middle of the journey. And, and those are the people I think who can really change things. And you, you know who they are. I, I think about, um, you know, I definitely have people in my life who, who when I feel overwhelmed, and like, how am I going to, how are we going to make this work? And how is this going to work? And how's that going to work? People who just somehow they've managed to have such deep faith that they have faith the whole way through the journey, beginning, middle, and end. And and you know, I think we need people like that in our lives. I think we need a lot of them, you know, actually, actually in our lives. And they make an immense difference. So, so friends, that's the thought for today. Is you know, should we let our kids fail? Yes, and and create a context for that failure where it's not catastrophic and and just know that that's part of that's part of the journey and it and I just want to honor too it's painful to watch because when you get older you do know stuff and and yeah of course there's there's wisdom in youth who don't know anything or willing to try anything yeah that that's true and there's also this other part that when you get older you know stuff and you know that certain choices will lead to 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 painful consequences 
and that's and that's part of life. That's how God seems to allow us to grow in this in this spirit of freedom, and and it certainly seems to be one of the best teaching tools we have out there. So that's my thought for today, and and may you as well. If you're in the middle, may you learn to have a little faith in the middle today also. So so with that, friends, what we're going to do is we're going to do a little meditation followed by a little prayer followed by a little blessing, and we'll say hi to folks on on social media. So so with that, friends, let's get a little breath. Be still and know that I am God. Be still and know that I am. Be still and know that I. Be still and know that. Be still and know. Be still and be still. Be. Our Father, who art in the heavens, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done as in heaven, so upon the earth. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our debts, as we also forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory forever. Amen. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face to shine upon you, and be gracious unto you. May the Lord lift up his countenance upon you, bring you peace, bring you home. Amen. So, friends, thank you so much for joining me this morning. And we certainly wish you all the very best today. And uh, we look forward to seeing all of you tomorrow. Take care. Bye-bye.